Oh, now, where was I? That's right. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Get us on the text line, 0457 736 736. A little bit of a sleep in this morning, which was nice. nice. Let's not underestimate the importance of sleep. I'll get to that a little bit later during the course of the program, Coach K. G'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you are listening, SEN welcomes you to our very broad House of Worship. Was it a broad house of worship under the tutelage of one Jay King, Coach K? What am I? Yeah, we're getting a nod. We're getting a nod. Ah, good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, so a couple of prizes to give away today. Best call, $100 cash. Thanks to Tristan and the team up there at Top Sport. Uh, the Who Am I? Oh, I see that's been retained. <laughs> Fair enough, yes. Fist pumps all around. Uh, the Signet Boost Power Bank, valued at $44.90. What about this? I've got the Signet Boost Power Bank right here with me. It's fantastic. I needed it. I've had an issue with my phone around the, the port and etc. So now I've got this the Signet Boost Power Bank that you just put your phone on and it just starts charging. It's like it's magic. It really is. Well done to you, Signet Boost Power Bank. Uh, 24-7, by the way, on that one. You're listening via SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Download the SEN app. Listen anywhere Anytime. So, massive show coming up today. We would expect that. Monday afternoon. Zach Bailey, Channel 9 sports reporter. Uh, do we have to cross to Staffy and the crew over there? I haven't spoken to them since 30 nil. The Kiwis over the Kangaroos. So, Staffy, is Sammy back? Is he with them? Of course he is. If he's with them, then he doesn't stay out of it. We know that. We'll get a score update from Coach Kate. We'll speak to the great Michael Roy Whitney. Big wit. Uh, he's going to tell us his thoughts on what's happening with the uh, Australian cricket team, their chances in this semi final coming up against South Africa. Uh, we might even ask him about the baggy blues, of course. Uh, winners and losers, uh, afternoons amplified. It's all there. Two o'clock flock, so 1300 01 1170. Trent Thomas, the managing director and publisher ooh, at Media Week. So Trent will be along for a chat on this Monday afternoon. As I said, the who am I? It's still there. It's still there. And, of course, the text line. We love the text line, 0457 736 736. All right, let's get stuck into it. Australia, they have been absolutely airborne of late, haven't they? Might have an issue with their bowling, but batting-wise, they've been superb. And Mitch Marsh was the man on Saturday night in their match against Bangladesh. They've now won seven straight going into this semi-final against South Africa on Thursday. Here's Mitch post the game against Bangladesh. It's great to be able to score 100 in a winning team. I started at negative 50 after my bowling, so um, <laughs> had to get a few back. Um, but yeah, it's as I said before, um, anytime you score 100 for Australia, it's always a great feeling. and um, We're obviously really excited about what lies ahead for us. Never takes himself too seriously. Always humble about what he's done. Outstanding team man. Uh, family. Uh, well, it was a, is it a tragedy? He's uh, grandfather passed away. Um, deeply sad for the Marsh family, but uh, he made the point of saying you know, his grandfather watched a lot of uh, cricket and great supporters of obviously Jeff, his father, and now Sean and Mitch. And uh, it, it was fantastic for him to repay that with a big innings for Australia. And as he said, sitting there with his grandmother and the, the black armbands, and they just mean so much. Uh, so uh, well done to Mitch Marsh on that performance. So Ricky Ponting's weighed into who needs to be selected in this side. I'll ask Mike Whitney about it too. Is it Marcus Stoinis or Marnus Labashain? And it's a little bit of a situation for Australia. I get the sense of uh, tails you win, heads you win. Both of them have their strengths 
Um, maybe a couple of weaknesses there as well. Eden Gardens at Kolkata will be the venue. So this is going to be, I think, in really important. What does the pitch look like? If it's tricky, play Manus, the specialist batsman. If it's more straightforward, get the little bit of extra bowling in there and the clean hitting of Marcus Stoinis. So that is the decision for the Australian selectors. Ricky Ponting saying, I'm going with Manus. So he's picking the batter as opposed to the all-rounder. We'll have to wait and see what Pat Cummins and Andrew McDonald and his team do. Before we get across there to SCNZ, I was listening on Friday to Jules and Staffy talking about Henry Nichols, and um, I think it was even Staffy that volunteered, put your hands up, three times. He's been caught rubbing the ball against the grill of his helmet. Guess what? Guess what? He's been cleared, Henry. He'll be right to play again for Canterbury in their next first-class match against Auckland, but as per Rule 3.1, Article 1.15, the Code of Conduct, which involves changing the condition of the ball, evidence insufficient. We find the player's actions were, in fact, unlikely to alter the condition of the ball or the shape of the ball. But what about the intent of Henry Nichols? Can anyone explain to me? This is the beauty of playing 20 years of lower-grade cricket. You go, well... Why on earth would you be rubbing the ball against the grill of the helmet? There's only one reason, and the reason is to alter the condition of the ball. So Henry's got clear on that one. I can't wait to get stuck into Staffy. They like to take the moral high ground on everything, and I mean everything. Shout out to you, uh, Greenpeace warrior. But anyway, uh, Michael Maguire, what's going on here with the New South Wales State of Origin decision? I think it's just pushed back. So I think they're just still nutting out the final deal, uh, the final parts to the deal, one year, two year, uh, et cetera. But um, New South Wales want one year, and guess what? Michael Maguire wants two years. No real surprise on that one. No real surprise that he'd like to get back to the NRL. Paul Crawley it was that was writing the article saying, well, I don't think he's going to be at South Sydney, but the former South Sydney, uh, sorry, at Canberra, but the former South Sydney and Wigan Premiership winning mentor as one of the leading candidates if an NRL head coaching role was to come up at some point next season. One of, you're going to have to name someone in front of him. <laughs> He's just coached the Kiwis to 30 nil over Australia after they were beaten the week beforehand. So I think it's got to the point now where Michael Maguire can be selective with who his next NRL appointment might be. You don't have to jump at the first one. I think trying to work out who the first one might be. That's not straightforward, is it? But there you go. We'll take your thoughts on that. Ray Fay Taylor Mariner, he's been asked to stay away from training. And then there was a quote-unquote crisis meeting. How do you determine whether something's just a meeting or whether it's a crisis meeting? I guess it depends what you're reading. Uh, anyway, a professional photographer has papped them at these crisis talks. They're at the uh, Canterbury Leagues Club, would you believe, in the Chinese. But there was Rafe Taylor Mariner. There was Phil Gould. He is the general manager of football, the Bulldog Supremo. Ernest Sanston, uh, Santone was there, the manager of Rafe Taylor Mariner. Now, previously we'd heard that there was just a member of the general public that took the photo. No, it was a professional photographer. That tells me that someone tipped them off. Why would he tip them off? Who would want that to be known? I'm just thinking about it. Who out of Phil Gould Rafe Taylor Mariner and Ernest Santone would want that picture out there, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, my other question to it is this. Where was Cameron Serraldo? Well, was Cameron Serraldo 
Was he at the toilet? He might have been picking up the bill. I don't know. Why was Cameron Serraldo not in that photo? And are you within your rights to ask a player not to attend training? Remember, it happened to David Beckham at Real Madrid. We saw that very recently. Are you within your right? Like, how bad has it got? And as as I said on uh, Friday with Greg Alexander, you're devaluing an asset. By saying we don't want you at training, you're devaluing an asset that you're trying to sell in the market, 400000 and it seems they can't get any takers at any price. So very interesting look at that one. See, Asiwa Torquiaho, he's another Bulldogs player in waiting, but he can't get a release from Catalan just yet. And the other problem was they've filled their top 30 roster. So join the dots on that previous story, I would have thought, with Ray Faye-Taylor-Mariner. Uh, now, the draw has been released. Have you had a look at it? Let me know your thoughts. So what are the headline items that are coming out of that one? Well, South Sydney and Parramatta are going to face the most former finalists from the year before. So that's 13 games, 13 games. They'll do that with the Titans. So Disneyland, that's going to be a little bit of a tough start for you. So Rabbits, Eels, Titans face 13 games against finalists from 2023. Guess who gets to play the least number? The Cronulla Sharks. How does that happen? Isn't that three years in a row? That's three years in a row. Anyway, they've done it. The Knights have gone from six free-to-air games last year to 12 on the back of, well, who else? Like, with due respect, with due respect to Daniel and Jacob Saifidi, it's Kalen Ponga that we're looking to watch in that one. So Kalen has led them to the semifinals, and Kalen has led them to free-to-air coverage, 12 compared to six last year. Who gets the most? Who gets the most? You'll be happy with this, Coach K. The South Sydney Rabbitohs. They are box office, aren't they? The South Sydney Rabbitohs. They get 14 and then the Panthers, and then the Broncos, and then the Roosters get 13. So that sounds about right, doesn't it? If you're a broadcaster, you say, yeah, that's right. Who gets the least? This is always interesting. Who gets the least? The Warriors, four. Yep, you understand that time zone. Titans, five. Mm. Bulldogs, six. Ooh. You know that a, a strong Bulldog side is, they have a huge number of supporters. So uh, that'll be very interesting. Uh, can they improve on what they've done over the last six or seven years? Uh, now, here's the other one, the Eels. <gasps> Trevor, sorry, Trev, and all the Eels faithful. Um, you're playing five teams after they've, they've had a bye. Remember it happened this year as well? There was all sorts of complaints about it. Five times during the course of the year, you will play teams coming off the bye, and that's the most. You've also got the most three day, uh, five-day turnarounds. You've got three of them. So the five-day turnarounds, you've got three. So too to Penrith, Melbourne, West Tigers, the Dolphins and the Roosters. The Seagulls and the Bulldogs, they do not have a five-day turnaround. So that's the draw in a nutshell. Give us your thoughts on it. We'd love to hear them. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The text line 0457 736 736. And just on that, the Parramatta Reels have said that their NRLW side are going to play games away from Combank Stadium. And they're going to follow the model of the Sydney Swans. Now, they've got the highest crowds in the AFLW, but that's because they were playing at North Sydney Oval to a degree. But Henson Park became a family day out. Two-buck Chuck was there one game. Heavily hung over, I think, but he was there. Um, but this is now something that the Parramatta Eels have looked at for their NRLW side, and they're going to play at Eric Tweedle Stadium. Where's that? What's the old Granville Park? It's been upgraded to a stadium. That's fantastic. Eric Tweedle. So who's Eric Tweedle? 
former Wallaby, uh, turned 100 uh, last year. So Eric Tweedle Stadium, named after uh, the former two Blues player who was a Wallaby. But uh, we want to spread the game as much as possible, said CEO Jim Serentinos. And we're playing a couple of games at Combank and a couple at Granville Park. Gives us good balance. Well, Granville Park is now known as Eric Tweedle Stadium. And it gave us the talk topic for today. And that is the great local legends who have been immortalised by Stadia, e.g. ovals or parks, named after them. So I'm thinking Eric Weisel Oval at Wagga Wagga. I don't think it exists anymore. I think it's blocks of units now. But to play at Eric Weisel Oval as a kid was a dream. It was an absolute... Eric Weisel, of course, famous kangaroo, played locally in the Group 9 area. The other one that springs to mind for me, Barry Grace Oval at Wallenburn. Who's Barry Grace, I hear you ask? Well, he lived in Wallenburn his entire life. He worked for the Cootamundra Shire Council and he attended to that oval with great care, affection, and detail. And as a result of that, on his passing, it was named the Barry Grace Oval. What a picture. Magnificent, Coach K. So, who are the local let? You might be able to tell him. Coach K will have one from the Darling Downs. I've got absolutely no doubt about that. one We're going to go a little regional. Uh, we can do it metropolitan as well. one 1170 The text on 0457 736 736. Steve says this. Oh, sorry, it's Stingray. Jimmy, I've never get a bet against Australia in any sport, but top sport are threatening me with South Africa in the cricket $2.15 and Australia $1.70 in the semi-final. They comprehensively whacked us in South Africa in September and again, earlier this World Cup, yes, but Stingray, this is a game that means something. Think about what South Africa have done over the course of history in cricket games that mean something. Mm, we'll have to wait and get Tristan Merlihan's thoughts on that as well. We can ask the great Michael Roy Whitney. All right, we're off and running. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The text line 0457 736 736. We're going to break after that. We are back with our man, Zach Bailey. Stick around.